welcome to the By Night Podcast, where we talk music, the people that make it, and the communities that listen to it. So, if I sound a little bit different tonight, it's because I am recording the intro for a mini-sode from my phone, from my bed. (laughs) So, I just wanted to go on ahead and do the intro because AD is actually doing his first mini-sode tonight. I will let him tell you what it's about. It is a couple of album reviews, so that's exciting. And really, these are album reviews that I did not, or these are reviews for albums that I didn't get a chance to listen to, and I didn't want us to record an episode where I stumble halfway through these albums. So that is why we've got this awesome little mini-sode. So if you do like this and want more mini-sodes like this, or just have any other feedback for us let us know talk to us in the forum um yeah i'm gonna be doing some housekeeping on ko-fi which our website is ko-fi ko-fi.com backslash binac i'm gonna be doing some housekeeping there to let you know what's going on but long story short social media we're gonna be taking a step back from it yeah you'll get the housekeeping but Enjoy the mini-sode. Thank you, AD, for recording these album reviews. And check it out. Talk to you later. What's up, guys? This is AD. Uh, doing a little mini-sode of the Binec Podcast solo. Uh, boss lady told me I need to do one of these. So this is my first time doing so. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, let me know where I can improve on. But we're just going to have a good time. And right now, what am I going to talk about? Well, plenty of music has dropped, as it always does these past couple weeks. But these big-name artists, or so-called big-name artists, have dropped. So, really, I'm just going to talk about what I've heard from them in terms of album reviews and just give my thoughts. And maybe a little bit more insight into one of the artists that we're going to have to have an honest conversation about about where he stands right now and where he can improve for years to come if he really wants longevity in this game from a quality standpoint. Keyword there, quality. Um, so right now, it's just going to be a stream of consciousness right now. So I don't have any notes in front of me. I'm just going off of the gut. And... Yeah, let's do this. So the first one that dropped was Pushes Tease. It's almost dry. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. So I really feel like it's a good time to come back to it and just give an overall thought after what I've heard from it and just let it grow, let it grow over time and just let it sit there. Um it's push. What do you expect from him? Um I would say really strong lyrically. Um, The production is top-notch with Pharrell and Kanye. It's almost like a versus between those two on this album. And what I like from it is it did bring bring a different side of Push on to from his usual. I think it's maybe because of we haven't heard pushing Pharrell in so long it was kind of a nice going back to that feeling with the Neptunes and 
the push or the clips. So it was just really nice to hear that. It just gave a little nostalgia feel to it. Um, the only, my only criticism is it just didn't feel like it was a connection. Uh, there was no connective tissue between the album in terms of maybe from a soundscapes soundscape wise and maybe just just overall just a flow to it just kind of felt at certain times just disconnected which it doesn't take away from the quality of the album but just for me when i listen to an album it doesn't have to go into a full theme of what of what an album should be it could be just from a from a soundscape wise um even if they switch it up it still has it just feels connected it doesn't feel disjointed if that makes any sense hopefully it does um but to me just personally I've, off of a couple listens to it first listen eh didn't really mess with it too much but push brought it there so where some of the production may have been lacking or I, or I may have felt a little underwhelmed push brought it out so it came so it became more of a full body but in terms of the overall sense of the album I think that'll just be my one criticism is it just didn't feel connected at all to me however push does what push does this was to me a solid uh solid follow-up to Daytona which really was really really good and the one thing that I do want coming from this project is even if it's an EP or full-length project I would like to hear the clips back together I would like them to do a heaven and hell Best of heaven and hell. I call it heaven and hell because just of where both of them are, where they're at, not from a person from a personal standpoint, but just off of what they bring to the table and what they're talking about. I think it would be a good, a good showcase, and maybe we'll even see a little bit more more layers and depth to push if we go to that into that well. But uh, malice. We miss you, man. And I know he's doing not not secular music, but the hunger and the fire is still there. And when and when he linked up with his brother, it was all good. That's why I really do want a clips, not reunion album, but just a project of saying, hey, this is where we come from. A little bit more of you know, maybe from Malice's end of what he's seeing from the game, just from from his viewpoint, because he's been out of it for so long. But he comes in and drops in every once in a while. But I think we will get a real full body effort from the both of them if they do do that route. So sort of like a best of both worlds. But I think it will be a quality project if they ever release it. So hopefully we get that one day. Um. But moving on to the next album, and I will admit, I was late to the train, 
just because, like I always say, there's too much damn music and not enough time to listen to everybody. So, and anybody who says I listen to everything is a fucking liar. There's only 24 hours in a day, and yeah, we know what you're doing, especially if you got kids. You ain't going to be listening to all this music while they're in the house. But one album that I was pleasantly, pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with, and I said I was late to the train, is Blast. He dropped his, this will be his second album. So it's called Before You Go. And for me, this just, this just shocked me just from a, just from a quality standpoint of the production. The production was on point. It created a vibe. I'll even say to the point that I could see that soundscape working well for him for years to come and he can grow from it. You know, from what he's talking about, from his singing and again, the production, production is just on point. There was no skips for me, honestly. It was an easy listen, it set the mood. To me, this feels like a project that I could easily play around my parents and they would enjoy it. And that's saying something. Because from what I've read in an in a interview with, with him on Revolt, Blast says that his main goal while, of course, coming up and you know being the best that he can be is quality and consistency. So, to me, I had to go back to his first album because I was late to the train, and I see that growth. I see that quality. I see that consistency. I see that these two projects are just different in tone in terms of the first one is, this is where I'm at, this is where I'm going, but this is what I value. This uh, this project with Before You Leave, before you go, sorry, is where I'm at right now, why I'm happy, you know, certain things that I may be missing, but I know I got work to do, but it's just, uh, for such, and I don't, and let me find out how, how old he is, so give me one se- second. He is... He is 29. So for a guy, so for artists, he's still on the younger side. Well, he's not on the younger side, but you can tell there's a maturity. That's the best way to put it. There is a maturity to his music that I think that he could still go in in deeper with. But for these first two projects that I have that I have listened to. I'm on I'm on board. I'm excited to hear what he brings to the table on the next go around. Of course, you, you'll see him pop up here and there on any and everybody's uh so, song or single, you know, over the course of the next year or so. But I really do think this 
if this not, if this wasn't his breakout album, I'll give his next album that uh, that tag. But to me, there was no skips on this. It was a very good list. It was a very good good listen, and I really really enjoyed it. So I would I would definitely go out your way to to let to listen to it. It's been on repeat for me for a while. I really enjoyed it. This was an easy listen. Could play it in any so, sort of frame of mind. You know, definitely will set the party off. Definitely set set a nice vibe. Definitely, if you're even feeling down, the, just from the production standpoint, just brings it up. And I've been harping about the production. I want to give credit where it's due. So shout out to Blake Strauss and Tim Subby. And I want to say Subby, yes. Uh the real C Styles, the real JFK beats. Uh Blast, of course, did some production on this. J Mo, Mike and Keys, like, and plenty of others. Like, y'all did some. Y'all should be very proud of yourselves for what y'all brought to the table. And really, I'm, like I said before, I'm really invested to see where he goes. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he went uh, Bruno Mars and, and what's his name? Bruno Mars, uh, a Silk Sonic route, thank you, with Anderson Pack. It wouldn't surprise me if he went down that route but gave it his own modern twist because there's a maturity to his songwriting and with and with his ear for production, I really do feel that we could get something really crazy coming out of him in the next couple of years. But I want to cap it off with the guy of the moment. The the it person of the industry of the moment, Mr. Jack Harlow and his project, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. What can I say about this album? We're going to have to have a conversation about why certain people are labeled that guy. I think it'll be better conversation with Candace involved and maybe get one of our colleagues involved in on the discussion. But is Jack Harlow the guy because of his skin color? Okay, that's for another conversation. But this, he's released projects before. And I'm coming in as a nobody, fresh fresh mind, not tainted by anything I've heard from him. I just keep hearing Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow. So, of course, got to listen to this Jack Harlow cat. So, this is supposed to be his big, his real big release. When you got 
Drake, Justin Timberlake, Lil Wayne, Pharrell, and I'm sure I'm missing somebody else, but you got the number one song in the country with First Class. I'm expecting more. And this project may have been one of the worst albums I have heard this year or for a long while. I know we're in this age that we're supposed to give artists grace and we do and I really do feel that feel that way. But I feel like if you're going into that booth with that so-called backing that you have from the machine and from others, I feel like it's in your duty to bring a quality release, whether it's an EP or album to the table. Nine out of ten times. Especially for how much money is being put into Jack Harlow. This album was 45 minutes long. And literally, it was the longest 45 minutes of my life. I have watched three hours movies that move faster than this album did. This was lazy. Lazy from the production standpoint. Lazy from the songwriting standpoint. And this is supposed to be the guy? This is your king? I know mainstream will probably like it because he's persona is he's cool. He's laid back. He's a good guy. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong in that. Nothing wrong. I don't know him from from a spick of paint. Could be a nice guy for all I know. But I really do want to know of who was really overseeing this album. Because this album is not it. Not it. And from the from what I've heard in terms of little songs in the past or whatnot to now, it comes to it comes to me that I don't think Jack knows who he is as an artist. Because when I hear this album, I hear the heavy influence of Drake, and it doesn't surprise me. Jake, Drake and him have a collab on the album cool you can definitely see where see that not going to say that he's a drake clone but you can see the you can see it why people say that especially through the course of this album in terms of some of the production but my god my god this was not quality this was supposed to be a breakout and this is what you what you serve up shit on a plate but watch it's going to push 200 and some odd albums on the charts and it's going to be number one and people are going to say oh this is great cool 
that's you. But nothing in that album was interesting. Nothing in that album wanted me, wanted me to learn more about you. A lot of people may not even know about your earlier work. And I'm putting this to Jack if Jack was sitting here in front of me. But in terms of what Jack brought to this table, because this is this is not flying under the radar type of work. Time. Let me repeat that. This is or rephrase that. This is not we're going to fly underneath the radar. Now the lights are on. You're being propped up in all these places. You got a movie role for the for White Man Can't for the remake of White Man Can't Jump. Based off of what? That's just from an acting standpoint. But basically, the machine is strapped to his back right now. And this is the album that he brings. Nothing nothing makes me want to go back and listen to your to his early work. Hell, I didn't even know he had an early early buy of works before uh the last project that he put out. Like what once I go on title, he has has like almost a total of seven, including including these last two projects. But nothing makes me want to go back and say, okay, let me check out your earlier work like I did with Blast. There's only so much that the cool white boy not going to call it a gimmick but the persona can get you and if you're pushing that in your music we see the Drake comparisons we hear it but the difference between Drake and Jack Harlow is Drake I would say more times than not knows how to structure songs. Knows when he needs to play that, you know, cool womanizer. At times toxic. But then he gets then he but then he gets up. Brings energy. Energy. And I may not be the Biggest Drake fan by by sees like okay when Drake gets in his rapping bag okay I see it I can it may not be the greatest to me but I can say okay he he did his thing he knows how to to zig and zag into different pockets that work for the songs that he is either producing or writing or hopping on. Jack, to me, doesn't know how to do that. (sighs) Let me just take a breath here. Because I've been going for a minute. But this is just pure shit. 
and this is your breakout album. To me, if I was going to sit Jack here in front of me, I'd say get back in, I would say get back in that booth and don't come out until you have a better body of work. I don't care about your damn TikTok songs. Yeah, put them out, out, out as Lucy's. You know, keep the buzz going. But you need to bring it next time. I put a lot of damn money into you, and this is what you got. And can I just say that Pharrell, after what you seen, what you did on It's Almost Dry, and you bring this to the table, man, I could tell you that Jack Harlow was so low on your priorities in terms of production because that track was not good. It may have been fun, but that was not your best work. So I got look. So I got to look at Pharrell just a little bit. You know, not everybody can bet can bet a thousand. I understand that, especially from producer standpoint. But this wasn't it. This wasn't it. But again, I love I love Pharrell. Pharrell does great stuff. Just saying, not hating. We're just saying this that Pharrell track. Eh. But Jack, Jackie boy. This was terrible. And maybe I'm wrong. And I would love for Candace to come and tell me that I'm wrong. But talking to Jay Nolan, friend of the friend of the show, group chat, he's an artist. So I had to ask him just like, where is this project landing for you? And he said it himself. This project feels like they wasted the budget on the big name features and then try to make do with everything else. And that is a problem. Because if that is the case, that Jack blew the budget on getting Pharrell, Wayne, Drake, uh, of course, with the first, with the first, with the with the Fergie flip and you go through the budget that quickly and this is and you make do with the rest and this is what it is my god I can't trust you with a big budget now you're going to do the bells and whistles get every hot artist and you know and producer and yeah you only have to bring a 16 cool that'll sell albums They'll sell projects. But for what I believe that he wants to be as an artist, I think he will probably look at this album and say, like, yo, I could really done better, but I'm just going to ride with it. But who am I to know? What do I know? I'm just going off of a off of a listener standpoint. And this project was trash. And again, Candace may say. I see where he's going and she can give me some more insight. Again, this is a stream of consciousness. So I don't have any notes right here in front of me. But Jack, you gotta do better. 
bro. You have got to do better. And I'll say this. Uh, OG cut off anything after I said you gotta do better. Just taking a breath, taking a moment there. I'll count back in. So those are just my thoughts on three projects that I've listened to thus far. Of course, I'm waiting for Kendrick that drops Friday. At the time this is the Tuesday. So this this come so this come out a couple of, Kendrick drops a couple of days afterwards, but I'm waiting for that album because the man's been away. He's been quiet. The heart part five was some fire. Some deep introspective lyrics. May not be on the album. Who knows? But if that's what he brought out just to say, hey, got an album coming out. And this is a this is a little taste. Woo! We're gonna be in for a ride, and I can't wait. But again, going back to Jack Carlo, the man of the moment. I want to say to how all this connects. Push a T. It's Pusha T. Sets a standard for what he brings to his project. And we know that he he was really looking forward to this project. The last. I'm excited. I could tell that that man put in work to his project. Jack, you need to do the same. Mr. Harlow, you need to do the same. I know you're everywhere right now, and the machine is strapped to your back. To your back, you're at the Met Gala. You're at the Kentucky Derby. You're filming a video at the Kentucky Derby with Drake. Congratulations! That's legendary stuff, or that's what people will say just to hype stuff up and be like, "Oh, that's a look." I don't care about that. You're you are an artist. And for how much money is coming your way, but is being invested in you, you got some work to do. Let's just put it this way. If you were a stock, Mr. Harlow, yes, I would buy, but I would buy just because off of what the masses would say so yeah i'm going to get my money my return on investment however 
If things hit a real rocky patch, you would be the first stock I would sell. While Blast, Blast to me is a buy and hold. Because I can see that, see that stock growing and returning on investment. Whether it's in this in the younger demographic or in the older demographic. I feel good in that. So, Mr. Harlow, you got work to do. But again, what do I know? Like I said, this is just my stream of consciousness and on this mini sodes. And let me know what you thought. Maybe I need to just tailor some things down. Maybe be a little bit more uh, well-tuned, make things more concise. Let me know. I accept honest feedback of how to get better. Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get better, not just for myself, but for you guys. So that's a good listening experience all the way around. And again, anything that I say is not of ill repute or hate. It's just with so much stuff out there in this world from life perspective to financial perspective to entertainment perspective. I just want to know that when I listen or watch anything that's going to be a well worth well worth of my time because I could easily be doing something else. I can my mind can be easily someplace else. But if, that's just a standard that I want when I listen to music. That's me personally. Everybody may want something else, but right now we're in the disc in the disco era. And we've been in that way for a while. And we're not getting the best quality music across the board. Now that's not to say that there's not quality music out there. It's you just have to find it. And you have to search for it. And in these times, I just feel like really we're putting labels and putting straps to to products or artists that may not really be worth it in terms of what uh, in terms of the body of work that they put out. Now, again, what do I know? I can only tell you what my ears have heard. And. The, the pros and cons from uh, just of the projects from my standpoint. But again, music is subjective. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And I'm just giving you my opinion. So again, this is a little mini so because Boss Lay told me to do so just to hold things out while we, you know, take a little break just to get our minds refreshed. But I would definitely like to hear Candace's opinion on this Jack Harlow album because I know she was really looking forward to it. So maybe we'll get a um, Jack Harlow uh, follow-up part follow-up or part two to to my review. Who knows? But anyway, I want to say thank you for joining me again. Let me know what you like, what you didn't like, how it can be better, and. Ciao.